Hey yo, you like Discord? You know you do. Go on over to infendo.com, click on the community tab, join up with all the people just like you who want to talk about Infendo and Nintendo and all the other cool stuff you're doing with your life. We put the we in wiener. We. Welcome to Infendo Radio. It always throws me off when he doesn't say that. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome. And to then, Infendo and then it throws Radio. us off when he does. So you know, it's it's episode five thousand. Congratulations, you made it. We all made it. It's going to be a good one. Um, I am joined by the always lovable and sometimes snuggable Eugene and Justin, who've been doing this podcast with me for longer than we've all been alive. Um, Eugene, buddy, yeah, how you doing today? How you, how you feeling? You feeling good? Where can the people find you? Doing good. The people can find me at Infender.com. But more importantly, which one of us has um, snug powers and which one of us has love powers? I, want, I need to know. I think... I think we all know who's got what. <laughs> Goes without saying. Fair, 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 fair. Um, no, doing good. How the hell are you doing tonight, Lucas? I'm doing so good. I took a nice, like, hour-long nap right before we all connected up. So I'm very drowsy, but yeah, otherwise, just dandy. You know, just doing, doing good, having a good time, living my life one day at a time. Uh, Justin. Mm-hmm. How you doing tonight, and where can the people find you? I am doing well, um, sort of, as long as this uh, potential migraine holds off for the next hour or so. Um, you can find me, you, you can find my dog trying to dig a nest out of the pile of blankets next to me here. Um, she's my Chewbacca here. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at InfendoJustin. Uh, you can visit my Disney site, which uh, is getting some more Star Wars-related um, material uh, throughout the course of this month at thedisneyparkbench.com. And you can find me on YouTube traveling through hyperspace in the Millennium Falcon cockpit if you happen to be watching us there. Please do. We need the views. Um, we've got a show for you tonight. We've actually got so much news to talk about that we decided not to talk about all of it. So get hype, get ready is going to be a show. Um, and I'm going to let Eugene kick things off because it's the only one who's mildly interested in the topic we're going to start with. Uh, he's, he's, got the, he's got the floor here. So there was, a, there was an Indie Direct, and it was actually last Wednesday. But for those of you who watch us weekly or listen to us weekly, we didn't do a show last Wednesday for a myriad of reasons. One of us was sick, one of us was tired, one of us had no say in the matter because it's not a one-man show. So um, now we're here, we're here, we can talk about the, the indie showcase. Um, Eugene, you and Justin both watched it. I wasn't aware it even existed, um, so I feel like the biggest fool. Uh, what did you think? What, what games came out? Give us the list, give us the rundown. What do you want? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are you feeling? Yeah, I'll be honest, like, there was not anything that I'm going to buy immediately, except for one. One game um, looked amazing. It's called Gunbrella. Going to get that one, it looks like. Looks like it's a 2023 <laughs> game, however, so I'll be waiting for a little bit. But yeah, there was a, quite a... 2023, and that surprises yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few games announced, though, at this one, so I'll just run down the list. Stop me if anything, uh, you know, 
tickles your fancy. We've got Oblitz, looks like that's a summer game of this year. Um, Batora Lost Haven, oh, it's an autumn game of this year. Alec Head, good name there, summer of this year. Soundfall came out. Soundfall came out, I think, simultaneously with the direct, mm -hmm. so that was kind of cool. Um, Wild Forest, that's going to be a winter game. We have oh, Totally gosh. Accurate Battle Simulator. I've heard of that one. Not sure that that one's necessarily on my radar or not, but that's summer of this year. The yep. aforementioned Gunbrella is 2023. We have We Are OFK, summer of this year. Silt is June. Mini Motorways, out now. I think that was one of those ones that was like, it's out in the eShop right now. Um, Wayward Strand is out um, on the very specific date of the 21st of June. Um, another Crab's Treasure. Okay, that one looks really freaking cool, actually. Did you guys catch that one, by the way? Not. Maybe not. I I kind of drifted in and out through most of it. Honestly, the, the indie directs don't usually excite me. I am kind of excited about um, Total like, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator because mm -hmm. I've heard my kids talking about that. So yeah. I'm sure they'll be interested in it, and I'll probably give it a try as well. But I will say um, I'm not surprised that Eugene is interested in the Crabs one because it describes itself as a shells-like yes, game. It, yes, there it does. Go. Yes, yep. it does. <laughs> yes, it does. You have a type, Eugene. You have a type. <laughs> so, um, continuing through the rest of the list, a couple more. We have One Shot World Machine Edition, summer of this year. Gibbon Beyond the Trees, out now. Idle Manager, um, that's going to be August of this year. Card Shark, the 2nd of June. Cursed to Golf, June that was 2022. was a long time ago, too, the Card yeah. Shark one. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that one has been kicking around for a while, like you said. Yeah, um, a guidebook, a guidebook of Babel, autumn of this year, and finally, Opus Echo of Star Song, full bloom edition, out now. I know a lot of people were um, excited about that one too. I've again, I've never really heard of that one, but if you know, yeah. if you're into that kind of thing, good for you. I feel like, and we we've had this conversation before, but I feel like um, you're. There's something different about like being like an indie gamer. Like like it, just because you like playing video games doesn't mean that you're attuned to all of the like indie games that come out like every other week. Because there's so many of them, you almost have to be following the developers mm -hmm. at like an individual level to know about these games and be excited about them. Unless you get like a real mainstream like home run, like when Golf Story made it big, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. Like so so yeah, I didn't know about any of these games beforehand steve shared a trailer for that soundfall one he was interested in that um and then you mentioned you know gumbrella obviously but you know i i, I kind of peeked at these while you were talking about them every time you said a name i'd like click on the you know the link and look mm, at the, mm -hmm. the image from the trailer and stuff and i don't know i'm sure there's going to be some cool ones out there you know i just uh I, none of these were on my radar before this direct and i didn't really watch it so i can't say that i'm you know right changed of mind but you know, I'll keep my eyes open on the eShop. I keep seeing them advertised on there, so now I know why. <laughs> Every time yeah. I go on the eShop and there's like 40 indie games, I'm like, there was a direct. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a couple of other ones in the J Japanese direct, but I don't, you know, I don't think they're even going to be coming. But uh, the, there, if you care, I guess go look that up as well. Well, you can't really classify it as an indie game, but a game that I've been talking about for a very long time is coming to the Switch, and that makes me 
happy and angry at the same time. Um, Fall Guys. Remember Fall Guys? Oh, like yeah. Three years ago, how that was supposed to come out, and then it got delayed, and then COVID happened, and then it got delayed again, and then it, it was indefinitely delayed, and now it's here. It's coming out in like two months or one month or something like that. Um, and, and it'll be I'm, free. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that it's finally coming out. I'm also happy that they seem to be, because it's free, they seem to be doing a brand new season. So they're calling it like season one of the like free for all, you know, series oh, yeah, okay. or whatever. Which makes me happy because I was always upset that when we got this game, we were going to be starting at like season eight of a game that like people had already stopped playing like five seasons ago, you know? So They were um, listening yeah, to no, the podcast. I'm, yeah, 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 really. No, so I'm, I'm happy I finally get to play this. I think this is the Battle Royale that I most want out of a Battle Royale. It's basically like if Mario Party were a Battle Royale. A lot of platforming, sure. a lot of like, uh-oh, land on the right square before the timer runs out or you'll fall to your death kind of thing. Like, I'm, I'm excited for that. I could see myself getting a lot of mileage out of this game. Both is something that I like you know, record for, for like content and just for fun, like a, you know, like Friday night, nothing to do kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I hope that I can get some of you guys to play with me because I've been wanting to play this one for a very, very long time. And I refuse So to I know you just kind of brushed, brushed over it, but like what I've been hearing about it, but I still don't know what exactly is Fall Guys other than, you know, like you said, a battle royale and I guess, yes. the, you know, the area so, gets smaller, but... Uh, I watched Markiplier play it um, a long time ago, so I don't know if they've added a lot of stuff. Basically, there's a bunch of modes, like mini-games. So it's not like Fortnite, where you're in one big area and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. You play, like, you might start off and it'll be like a racing game, and you'll be on three teams, and only two of the three teams will advance to the next level. So everybody else gets booted out kind of thing. And then the next game might be like uh, capture the flag kind of thing, and you've got to do that, and it's only the people that have the flag the longest that advance kind of thing. And you just keep going and going, and the herd keeps thinning out and thinning out over like five or six mini games, and then eventually, uh, you know, you, you reach like the grand finale with like eight players, and one player wins, and they get the crown and everything. And yeah, it's just, it's 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 a battle royale but it's more like a mario party kind of battle royale so i mm -hmm. uh i don't know this one's been on my radar for a while i really wanted to try it but i really didn't want to cave and get it on steam because I, everything feels better on switch we've had that discussion you know so sure yeah, but that's uh well that's fun, i guys. will it being <laughs> it being free and the fact that yep. i know at least one person who's excited to play it i will definitely give it a try yeah. Um, hopefully, I try it a little more than I did that dodgeball game that came out like a year ago. That oh, I yeah. played a few, a little oh, bit through the tutorial and was like, "All right, I'll pick this up sometime later," and never did. <laughs> Knockout City. Yeah, that game. I tried, and my first couple nights with it, worst internet connection I've like ever had with a game, and I was like, "I can't do this. Like, I can't." I, I need to be able to play this game well. And that was the, the most I put into that game. So sure. honestly, that game just kind of felt like more of like, not, not that it's the same genre as Splatoon, but it felt very Splatoonish. And if I'm going to play a that. game like that, I'd rather just play Splatoon, you know? So yeah. Um, by the that. way, Fall Guys. Comes yeah. Out I also downloaded Ninjala and uh, haven't even booted that oh, up yeah. yet. Although I do keep updating it occasionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of Splatoonish. Um, Fall Guys comes out on June 21st, for those of you that listen to us for information, you fools. But um, <laughs> yes, that is that is the date for that. There is a game that comes out on um, May 21st that I am very excited for. 
And that is Kirby 64, the the legend of the crystal stars. I don't know. What was that game called? Uh, but anyway, that's exciting. It is for me, too, because I, I loved that game when it came out, and I don't think I've played it since it came out. It's got to have been at least 20 years since I last actually sat down and played that game. So that'll be exciting yeah, sure. to uh, to dive into again. I consider that one of my favorite, if not my favorite. It, it has like a Majora's Mask quality to me, where it's like sometimes I'll be like, this is the best Kirby game ever made. And sometimes I'll be like, this is an amazing Kirby game, but Kirby on the Super Nintendo is more traditional, and that deserves the, the ranking of best Kirby game, you know, that kind of thing. That's but probably Kirby my favorite. is cool. It's probably my favorite, like, um, traditional-style Kirby game. Uh, mm. Basically a Kirby that game that isn't Kirby's Dream Course or yeah. um, Canvas yeah. Curse. Because those are my favorite Kirby games. You really like those those like mini-game games. That's cool. See, I, I, did. I used to hate Dream Course, and I played it with a friend a few years ago, and I fell in love with that game. It's, it's fun. It's, it's especially if... That, that's the, the key, right? I think that's why I loved playing mm. it, because I always had yeah. friends playing it. Like, playing against the computer is kind of boring, yeah. but, like, when you're playing with somebody... You know, it's cool. Like you're like you're actually trying to win. You know, like it's a, like a cool multiplayer game. I forget. Did you ever play Kirby Air Ride? Was that one of your games, or was that a little bit beyond your scope? I had it and I hated it, so I traded See, it I back in. And now I wish I wouldn't have was, traded it because it's expensive now. That was like my like childhood like like childhood game. We would be sitting around. We'd be like, "What are we gonna play? Kirby Air Ride City Mode <laughs> Unlimited Timer." You know? Oh, it was so good. I loved it. Ah, good game. Uh, but, you know, Kirby 64, for those of you that don't know, um, some of the highlights of this game, uh, there's, like, multiple characters. You can't play as multiple characters all the time, but there's, like, segments where you play as different characters. It's actually got, like, a slight plot, which is interesting for a Kirby game. There's not that many Kirby games that really do that. Um, the, the big gimmick is you can take two abilities, any two abilities, and combine them together and get other abilities, and that's where the magic comes in, right? You can get, like, spikes and sword and make, like, a spiky sword pyramid thingy. You can get, um, my favorite is always the ice and the electric and become a refrigerator that spits out food oh, yeah. that kills you, you know? Like, so cool. So, and, and you'll encounter these blocks in your game that are blocking, like, the unlockables for 100 percenting the game and they will be like yellow and black and you'll be like oh i need to combine spike with bomb to open that and i can't find spike or bomb in this area so i have to go to like the third planet get those abilities and then come back and break the thing without taking a hit and losing my power up you know that whole it's so cool like such a cool game so i'm yeah. um i'm excited it's it's a really fun game really fun really rewarding game to 100 percent and the mini games are cool too, and we'll be able to play those online with each other, so that's nice. So, uh, yeah, Kirby. Oh yeah, I forgot that they had mini games too. That game had it all. That was a cool Kirby game. It was a really cool Kirby. Yeah, that that really the, the the game. the multiplayer mini games were a blast. Like that mm -hmm. was for for how single player like centric Kirby is. I think I remember getting a lot of mileage out of. Uh, Kirby 64 multiplayer with yeah. my friends. As, 
As a matter mm -hmm. of fact, because I never actually had this game, so I always just kind of always played it at a friend's house. And now that you say that, like, I don't actually remember playing the game. I just remember playing the multiplayer now, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, really fun. Really good game. So I hope everybody plays it. I hope everybody enjoys it. I know I will be. I'm really hyped for it. I'm definitely going to play it because it's one of those ones where, like, again, like a friend had it, so I never really got to, like, you know, mm -hmm. play it all the way through type of thing. Just kind of got to either watch them play it or play it in turn. So, yeah, this is one that I'm definitely hyped for. Well, I know I've told this story before very recently on the show, but the first time I played and beat this game was because my friend lost his tooth, went home, forgot oh, yeah. the game, and I yeah, beat yeah, the yeah. game in like one night, and it was my only way to play that game. There were so many N64 games I did not own at the time. So when the N64 became like a virtual console thing on the Wii, I was in heaven. There were so many games I wanted to buy. But, sure. Um, yeah, no. I think maybe that's why they mean so much to me, you know, because they were so much more, like, rare. And my GameCube library is, like, huge stacks of, of, you know, cases. But the N64, I just have some, like, loose cartridges sitting in a bin somewhere, so. Well, there was one more bit of news, and then I guess we will get to change the system. And for some of you, it will be exciting. For some of you, it will be meaningless. But Pokemon Home is now officially compatible with Pokemon Legends Arceus. So if you've been playing Pokemon Legends and you've been catching all the shinies and you want to put them into Pokemon Home, or, you know, if you have something Which I that do. you want to move from one game to the other, you can do that now within reason. So that's really cool. Um, Steve would kill me if I didn't say that there is a special ball that your Pokemon come in if they come from Legends oh, Arceus or like the main series game. Yeah, that's oh, because no. they didn't want to... They didn't want to bring in the old Pokeballs and Great Balls and Sky Balls and Heavy Balls and stuff. They all come in like this. I think it's like a greenish ball. It's not a dream ball, I don't think, but it's something like that, you know? So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a thing. So, you can so get what is that? Brand new ball. What does that do to the virtual value of the little pocket monsters? Is it more, <laughs> is is it rarer to have a Arceus Pokemon that's shiny or less rare? Tell me. It probably will be rare for about a week, and then it probably won't matter to people. Um, you know okay. how that goes. You know how the, the internet is up. Can, can you, space. like, specify, look, I don't want none of them green ball Bidoofs. I want just from the other game. Well, what you can do when you're looking at um, in Pokemon Home, you can when you're trading in Pokemon Home, you can look for anything. So you can look for nickname, you can look for region, you can look for Pokeball. And uh, so, so, yeah. So if you were going to, um, you know, if you were going to trade for a Bidoof online, you know, if you're getting one from Pokemon Go, it'll be in a Great Ball, an Ultra Ball, or a Pokeball. If you're getting one from Pokemon Legends, it'll probably be in a Green Ball. So, you know. Interesting. It's, uh, it's up to you. Yeah. What you want out of life. I will have a very high-level Bidoof because I'm planning on transferring over my main uh, partner from that game. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. And of course, I believe, um, you know, obviously, eventually Pokemon Home will be compatible with Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. So if you're really interested in bringing over your Arceus team to that game, eventually you'll be able to. Probably not at launch. It usually takes a few months. But, you know, I'll be working on it. So get hype. Get hype. Um, well, with that, unless I, I don't think anybody's really got any big, like, oh my god, Pokemon Home reactions or anything like that. It's just a transfer tool. So, um... Why don't we pivot into change the system without taking yeah. a break? We'll just, we'll just change the system. Anybody really want to talk about the games they've been playing? We've had two weeks to amass a collection. So. 
I don't want to. I can go first boring. because I know mine's going to mm. be um, not boring, but it's going to be mm. um, different this time. Um, mm, let's I start like how with. You said that, Eugene. Let's start with the boring stuff. Um, Elden Ring, nobody wants to hear about that. Although my time in the lands between have been um, very challenging as of late. I'm getting to a point where I am getting like, when I die, I have like tens of thousands of souls and I just don't care. Like, you know, so it's like. (laughs) Oh, so you're getting, uh, I thought you were going to say it's getting frustratingly hard. You're saying it's getting ridiculously simple because you have so much money and currency and stuff that not necessarily that it it, it's just to a point where like i'm it's almost frivolous to get stuff like runes because i'm I'm at a pretty high level now but like i I can kill something and it's going to give me like 300 runes or 3000 runes where you know that would be a lot in the beginning of the game that'd be like enough to level me like 10 times so i don't know i'm just to a point where like i'm i don't know it's hard to grind at this point, you know? So, mm-hmm. but, uh, I said I wasn't going to talk about that. So I'm not going to talk about Elden Ring any longer. Um, I do want to talk a bit about switch sports. That game has a hold on me. Actually, I keep going back for more. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to play multiplayer with any of you all yet, but I have had the chance to play some like, you know, just like random matchmaking. It's actually pretty fun. It's pretty fun. The, um, soccer honestly mostly tennis um tennis has kind of been my jam i do like to go in and do some bowling but that's mostly local multiplayer like with with heather with the wife you know um and she's gotten into it as well you know so it's a it's it's a fun game to just bust out and just play a few matches it's just really cool I'm, i'm really enjoying that game so that's switch sports the last thing that i'm gonna talk about is um kind of video game related so Mike I had a Kickstarter that came in this week and I've been messing around with it um it is called Flipper Zero it's this little device here it's like a little uh looks like a little Tamagotchi dolphin guy um he's my friend um you make him happy by hacking things and that's what it is it's like a little almost like a little hacking device it can do a lot of things um it basically can communicate with any wireless protocol that you can think of so like think your car keys and your garage door opener so i can like clone my car key on here and you know drive so we're away. talking some like watchdogs level action here <laughs> yeah sort of yeah but it's not like i can use the i mean i guess i could to like steal somebody's keys but at that point i would like already have their keys you know what i mean because i have to have it like you know, then have you to like push the clone of them and use them later. That's true. That's true. Um, but it's really fun. Um, it's it is sold out. I'm sure at this point because I got it on the Kickstarter. Um, I it, it is cool. It is cool. 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 The what I've been doing. Um, I went out the other day um, and I went to out to eat. And it was one of the first times that I've been out to eat um, since Steve, actually. Steve was the last person that I went out to eat with when he was here in New Mexico. But anyways, you know, you go to a bar and, you know, you do all the the bar things and there's TVs everywhere. Well, I was just futzing with the TV things. I was changing channels, turning TVs off. It's cool. You can, because it's got an infrared thing on here, you know, so like you can do all that kind of stuff. 
But where the video game stuff comes in is um, I downloaded a database of basically any amiibo that you can ever think of. And this thing can act as a, um, a little mini amiibo thing. So I've actually been playing Breath of the Wild a lot because <laughs> I've been cheating, I guess, putting all of the amiibo into the game and getting all the cool stuff and then um, just killing people with all my like five-star weapons or whatever, you know, like all of my best stuff. So it's a, it's a really cool device. I like this a lot. Flipper, Zero... Um, if you're interested, sorry, it's probably sold out. <laughs> um, you can go to their website right now, though. Um, it's listed at $169. I, I can't remember how much I paid for it on the Kickstarter. I think I got a little bit of a discount, but um, yeah, it's cool. like it a lot. Um, and my little guy, his name is Grawly. Um, they give you a unique uh, name for your device. Um, everybody has their own name and mine is Grawly and he's happy right now because I've uh, done some hacking today so he's a, he's a happy boy. Yeah there's going to be a day where I end up having one of those. I'm pretty excited. I almost I almost jumped on the Kickstarter with you and I was like what would I do with this but reading about all the stuff you can do I mean it even stores all your NFC or NF yeah uh, yeah your NFC cards so um, there's mm -hmm. there's stuff there's things to do you know. Yeah it, it can do like if you're into Animal Crossing, for example, like mm -hmm. that you can literally download the entire Animal Crossing amiibo database yeah. and have it right here. It's cool. Yeah, pretty cool. See, uh, and I have guy. like the little Daytel amiibo puck, but for that you have to actually like connect it to the computer, to computer. and change yeah. what it is mm -hmm. every time. And so that mm -hmm. sounds like a really convenient thing to have for if you amiibo a lot. Yeah, like not and I never budget right now, but um, sure it might be something I'd I'd uh, consider in the future. And it it's cool. It's like expandable. So like you, it's got like these like pins on the back. You can um you can like add a Wi-Fi thing on there if you wanted to. Like it's cool. It's a really really cool device. It is expensive though. Um, it's not like for you know you gotta like definitely have an investment into it. But uh, yeah, I like mine a lot. I have my little. Uh, my little, uh, see, there he is. He's emulating Wolf Link right now, and uh, he's happy about it. God, love it. Love everything. That's all I got, though, so um, you guys take it away. All right, well, Justin, what digital hacking dolphins have you been interacting with this week? Uh, nothing as exciting as that. In fact, the only uh, new stuff I've acquired in the past couple of weeks has mostly been... Uh, stuff for my computer, a new desk and monitor mount and stuff like that for my office. So nothing truly exciting there. Uh, Gaming-wise, um, mostly haven't been a whole lot, so mine's going to be quick as usual. Kind of bouncing between Kirby and LEGO Star Wars, depending on how much time I have and whether I have access to the big TV or I'm playing in bed. When I'm playing in bed, it's usually Kirby. Or if I'm playing handheld, it's usually Kirby because, you know, there's no dialogue I miss out on. Um, but on nights like tonight, when I get to stay up late and play on the big TV, I'll play some more LEGO Star Wars. Um, I'm loving LEGO Star Wars. Um, yeah. It's it, it's great. Like it, it definitely does not feel like a rehash of the old LEGO Star Wars games. It's a completely new game. Um, the voice acting is great. Uh, the levels are 
far less repetitive than they were uh, than they are in other Lego games. Um, they still are kind of repetitive because it is a Lego game, but they pepper little things in the level since most of the levels are somewhat open world you can go yeah. off the beaten path and find fun little easter eggs and you know rooms with stormtroopers in uh in a hot tub or something like that just little gags um i think lego games have always been funny but i think that lego star wars is really probably the funniest like they really nailed that humor um but uh and then like i said when when i don't have time to play on the big screen tv um i'll be playing kirby in the forgotten land which is which is great i'm loving it so far i just beat the first world the big gorilla boss at the end so i'm ready to start exploring more stuff um nice. basically how i'm playing both of these games is um I try to just power through the the levels as much as possible. If I come across a secret or puzzle or something that's just kind of like right blatantly in my way, I will solve it and get whatever collectible comes with it. Otherwise, it's just, you know, get from beginning to end and then I can go back and fill the stuff out later. So um, as far as Lego Star Wars is concerned, I just finished uh, The Empire Strikes Back uh, a couple nights ago, so I'll be starting Return of the Jedi tonight. Um, and then once I've played through all nine episodes, I'll start really, like, diving in and exploring the world. But I have, like, kind of gone out of my way. Like, every time you fly to a new section of the galaxy, there is... Um, there are various things that kind of happen in the space around the planet. Like, there's a Kyber brick com comet that, you know, if you blow it up, you get, like, five Kyber bricks. And there's a, usually, like, a, a smuggler or somebody who's stolen a ship that you got to shoot down. Or you can Is get a Kyber space brick, the, uh, like, a type of Lego currency? It's basically this game's version of Red Bricks. Or gold bricks, or whatever you unlock stuff with now. Except, right. yeah, it is a currency rather than being a you unlocked this brick, therefore you have the thing. Now mm -hmm. it's a currency. So, like, instead of you find this specific brick, so it gets you like this multiplier or this this bonus. Instead, here's this bonus, and it will cost you five kyber bricks and. 10,000 studs or something like that. Oh, sure. Um, so, um, I've I've done... I went basically straight down in the upgrades. So I have all the health upgrades. I have um, a, basically all the upgrades that will help me get the most studs per playthrough. But aside from that, I pretty much just kind of barrel through the stages and you know when i'm done with that i'll go back and explore the worlds and the same thing with kirby you know i just get from beginning to end if i come across something that i can solve on the way i do it otherwise it'll be for the next playthrough mm -hmm. um secrets have you missed in kirby because that was one of my biggest like reasons why i didn't pull the trigger on that game when i played the demo it felt very bare bones with like the secrets like was that just a um, bad demo or well, the demo really only gives you the first 
couple of stages and like yeah. with any with any game like you're gonna get all of the secrets or all the unlockables or whatever for the first few stages but there have been a few stages later in the first world where I missed a secret I didn't rescue a waddle dee or I didn't even okay. come across whatever it is I'm supposed to do because what it does is your your main goal of course is to get to the end your yeah. secondary goal on all of them is to rescue all the Waddle Dees. And each mm -hmm. Waddle Dee has kind of its own little puzzle you have to solve to rescue yeah. it, or an enemy you have to defeat to rescue it. Like, find five and then flowers. There's, right. And then there's two right. or three, like, hidden things that you have to, um, that you have to do, um, in order to discover them. And then if you haven't done all of them, or, you know, whatever, then you have to go back and do it. So, there are a lot of secrets that you really just kind of, that you really have to look for. Uh, um, and like I said, like there are a few, I didn't get to rescue all of the Waddle Dees. So, um, you know, I'll have to go back through and get them. Um, with Kirby's Adventure and Kirby's Dreamland 2 are the only Kirby games I've ever actually 100%ed. And that's not even entirely true. Kirby's Dreamland 2, I found everything. I just, could not beat the final boss mm. so um Close it's enough. a it's amazing i thought that that nightmare in kirby's adventure was a difficult boss but the one in kirby's dreamland 2 is even harder um of difficulty what do you think about the difficulty of this game so far is it very e like the demo felt very easy and i just don't know if that carried over into the main uh, game or is it just because it's again in? like yeah yeah, again, you're you're playing like the first couple of levels yeah, like there, that so your boss was chill. <laughs> yeah, um, the gorilla boss was a little harder when I played it through because I intentionally got rid of the sword ability. Okay. Um, because I wanted, you know, I found in Kirby games like having an ability tends to make the bosses less interesting because mm -hmm. you know one of the thing with like the the early Kirby games is you have to avoid the enemy until they give you, they make an attack that gives you the star that you can yeah. suck up and then shoot back at him. So yeah. right. I defeated the gorilla with that. And that made it a little more difficult. I think he drained about half my health. Um, I know, um, I think uh, NBZ from uh, this Nintendo life had said that he actually died a couple of times later on in the game. Uh, the challenge seems pretty middle for a Kirby game like it's not it's not star allies easy um but it's not you know amazing mirror hard it's it's somewhere firmly in the middle and uh and I'm playing it in the hard difficulty because yeah you know I'm I'm a Kirby veteran Adults. and Kirby, <laughs> yeah and Kirby, well <laughs> I play a lot of games in easy mode, but usually they're story-based games, and this is Kirby. Yeah. There's no, there's no story. There's <laughs> so, a story. The Waddle Dees have been kidnapped, and you gotta save them. And then you eat a car, and it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, we well, hope for this game then, because honestly, the demo sold me right off. Like I was excited, and 30 minutes through the demo, I was like, "This is clearly not meant for me. This is meant for babies." <laughs> mm. And you're, you're kind of making yeah, it no, back it's... around and say, maybe I could get into this. I might still try to get it when it's like on sale, but, you know. 
Yeah, it's not. It's it's not like like Star Allies is the game that I would play when I just want to play something and shut my brain off. Like Star Allies, mm -hmm. especially once you get you know a crew of computer controlled helpers, it's pretty much just move from left to right and 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 you know yeah. just <laughs> the game kind of plays itself. Uh, but uh, but this one you're only. You only have Kirby. You can, like, call on a Waddle Dee to come with you, and that can be either computer-controlled or player-controlled, but you don't have to. And then you've got a more difficult mode, which, you know, ups the, the challenge even more. Um, so I would say, like, it's definitely not, like, a super hard game as far as, like, the Kirby series goes, but it's not one of the super easy ones either. So I think you'll find enough challenge to to enjoy it um that said like as i said before i only i've only gotten to the end of world one so it may get increasingly difficult from here i'm not sure yeah i think i hold everything to like the super nintendo kirby standard where it's like i want to go do the great cave offensive and milky way madness <laughs> and revenge yeah. of the night and like a lot of the games just don't you know like i actually thought speaking of star allies um i booted that up a while back when kirby came out and it had that mode i totally forgot about where you can play as every helper including like the dlc characters from all the old kirby games like oh yeah that was that's cool right touch. i actually yeah i actually really liked like playing as adeline from kirby 64 like really cool touch but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to trying that one at some point. It was, I had a lot of reservations, and it's one of the first times a demo has actually made me not want to buy a game. So that was kind of like shocking, especially a Kirby game of all things. But like, you know, it's uh, you're, you're winning me over. They should hire you as their spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I was on the fence about it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, as as anybody who's been listening knows, like I was debating between that and Lego Star Wars. And thanks to the 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 late great Steve, um, you know, he he helped me out with that decision, and so I was able to get both. And uh, and I'm glad I did because uh, Kirby has been great. Like it's it's. It's great when I just want to turn on a game, play for 10, 15 minutes and not have to follow a story or anything like that. And Lego Star Wars is just great for sitting down and staring at a TV for an hour or two. Speaking of staring at a TV for an hour or two, I, I don't know why, but YouTube has started recommending Red Dead Redemption videos to me, which has gotten me back into Red Dead Redemption 2. So there have been a few nights in the past couple of weeks that I've stayed up way too late playing that game because so when I played that game, I did all of the stranger missions. Uh -huh. So by the time I beat the game, there was, there was it felt like there was nothing left to do. I think I kept telling you, don't worry about it. Beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> it was so easy to just get distracted by them. And mm -hmm. they were so much fun. In fact, I might just start a new playthrough of the game just to kind of barrel well, through the story and then go back and do everything well, else as John well, instead of Arthur. Yeah, I was going to say, spoilers for a like 12-year-old game at this point. But um, yeah, no, that's the cool thing, right? If you, get, if you wait 
on all of the mini, like, the, the side quests, you get to do them all as a different character who has different lines of dialogue mm-hmm. and different reactions to all the... Like, it's cool. It's I, And I like John more because I, like, remember him from the other game. It was cool playing through, like, half the game as John Marston, so... Yeah. Well, and also, you know, because of the, the twist and the character progression of Arthur... Like, I feel like playing through the story mode again gives you a whole yeah. new whole new look on, on yeah. the game. Because I did not like Arthur when I first started playing. It wasn't until about Chapter 3 that I really liked dying. him as a character. <laughs> <laughs> he started dying, and it's like, oh, Well, I didn't no. even realize that that was... I didn't even realize... Okay, so obviously we're in spoiler territory. So if you it's haven't fine. played the game, game, you know, skip. Yeah. yeah. Skip, skip ahead a couple minutes. But, you know, like... I didn't catch on to the fact that he was die. Like I, I assumed he was going to yeah. die because that's that's you know how he gets yeah. his redemption. You know that's yeah. that's how the first game ended. I figured that's uh-huh. how this one was going to as well. I just didn't expect him to be dying before he even died. So <laughs> the disease um, that he contracts being a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah, and I didn't even pick up on that until later on. Like I didn't realize that he caught tuberculosis, basically pummeling this guy early on in yeah. the game. And like I noticed yeah. by chapter, I want to say four, um, you notice that he starts clearing his throat and coughing. And yeah, I, I remember thinking to myself, did he do that? Did he always do that? Is that something new? Like what's going on? So it wasn't until mm-hmm. the first time he passes out in the street. Yeah. And gets a diagnosed that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, crap, yeah. that's what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, to be able to go back and just kind of see how all the pieces fall together and, oh, yeah. here's the first sign of this is going wrong and this is... Um, I would love to do a low honor playthrough, but I know that I cannot bring myself to do it because I'm just yeah. not that guy. <laughs> and the same thing with Red Dead Redemption... Uh, one is, you know, I when I went to replay it, I thought, oh, I'll do, I'll do all the bad things. Nope, can't do it. Can't bring myself to do it. I'm not that person. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, so basically, what has happened is, I'll turn on Red Dead Redemption Two, and I'll think, here's a section of the map that I haven't fully explored. I'm going to ride there, and see what happens along the way, and inevitably a bunch of things happen most of which end up lowering my honor because you know you come across some guy you say hello they insult you you're like well i don't like that so i'm going to insult Mm -hmm. you back then they pull their gun on you then you have to kill them and then your honor goes down and then you have to get rid of the body or the police come and then somebody sees you with the blood on you and you got and so like I was just trying to ride from here to here, and I have now, like, committed about 16 murders and have only made it from about here to about there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, the one thing I plan on doing tonight is to try to find the strange man's cabin, because... um, I never found that in my playthrough, so I looked up where it is, and I'm going to go visit it and see what sort of Easter eggs there are there, because, you know, he was a major side character in the first game, so I want to see what sort of tribute they give him in this one. Um, But yeah, it's mostly been those three games and about 
every other night. Like, I haven't spent a whole lot of time gaming. So, um, I guess that's it. I'm ready to pass the torch to Lucas. I think you're next, or... You remembered. It was me. Don't say words. <laughs> you nailed it. I've been talking uh, yeah, for so long. So... I can't remember who went first. <laughs> So I think the last time we recorded was the first time I had this pretty new uh, gaming PC that I picked up, new laptop. Yes. So um, since then, I have been playing games on it, and I've been very much enjoying the games I've been playing on it. Uh, one of the games that I played was the remake of Final Fantasy VII that came out like four years ago on the PlayStation that I never got to play. I okay. wanted to play that game so freaking badly. And even though I couldn't get a controller to sync up with the game, and I probably have to download some drivers or something, I played it with a keyboard and mouse and i loved it i played through the opening bombing mission i have not gone back to it since because i've been playing like 20 games and you're gonna hear about all of them but um now is this the the full like the remake remake the full 3d remake remake, or make the 3d remake that isn't even really the same game because it's like an action rpg instead of a turn-based rpg and but man it's cool um i have to say the characters are really well done with some weird exceptions um again i only played through the bombing mission so i've yet to meet everybody it's weird hearing that the official pronunciation of tifa's name is tifa that takes some getting used to every i've always pronounced it tifa yeah i refuse tifa, to say Aerith. i'm just gonna put um, that out there oh i That's, get it Aerith oh, like, is cringe for me that's <laughs> it's still Aerith. So <laughs> in um in zelda for like 10 years i said fee and then I found out it was Phi, and that hurt real bad. That hurt my soul. Um, <laughs> I didn't know yeah, how no, to pronounce like, that for years, so. <laughs> it's really cool watching a game that I only have faint memories of in, like, cinematic 3D. Like, the bombing mission alone took, like, two hours, but it was so freaking cool. Um, there's so many more details. Get there's game. a few things I disliked. Uh, Barrett swears a lot less, which at first I was like, I don't like this. I miss sweary Barrett. You know, like, effing this, sweary shit Barry. that, you know, that whole thing. But um, but I realized that, that like apparently Jeremy they based it off of the Japanese. Well, apparently they based it off the Japanese script where he doesn't really swear and he's just like really gruff and, you know, like tough and stuff. So it's like, okay. And then the voice and actor for Barrett is stuff. phenomenal. He sounds so good. Like, he's amazing. Cloud's voice actor is pretty good. I still think they make Cloud look too girly in the stuff that they do now. He's got kind of a really feminine face, and that's just never how I pictured him when I played, like, the original games. But it it is what it is. Um, Sephiroth is a weird change for me because I'm used to that Japanese voice actor from Smash Bros because I play Smash in Japanese, and he's got that really deep anime villain voice where it's like, oh my what, oh little what, and and in this he's just like, hello Cloud, and it's it's weird, it's weird. Also, Sephiroth's in the game really early because in case you There's don't know and haven't paid attention. Um, yeah, they well. well There's so something about my... dubbing Japanese villains that they always have to yeah, give them the faux hard. British accent. Same thing with Liquid it's, Snake. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. Um, but but by and large, really good. Um, remember Jesse from the the squad? There was there was um, Biggs and Wedge, and then there was Jesse, and they were like your team in Avalanche at the very beginning. Um, she is really thirsty in this game. Like in the original game, she has like <laughs> one line of dialogue where she's like, "Oh, Cloud's cool." In this game, every line is like, "Oh, stay with me, lover boy." It's real weird, but um, overall, really cool. Running through the streets of Midgar after the explosion and like hearing all the townspeople react and freak out doing the whole like running from the cops thing and slashing them with your sword and oh just so satisfying i'm really looking forward to the rest of this game 
The story is weird, and I won't get into, like, really heavy spoiler stuff, but I am going to talk a little bit about it because I feel like it's worth mentioning. They're kind of pulling a, like... I, I the, the working theory... Okay, I am going to spoil a little, I guess, so skip ahead <laughs> two minutes if you don't want to hear this. Um, the working theory is that, like, Aerith and Sephiroth are both connected to the live stream through stuff from the original game, so they, like, know what's going to happen because they're both acting differently in this game, which is weird. Like, Aerith clearly knows who you are and is, like, reacting to you like that, and they put Sephiroth everywhere in this game because he doesn't even show up in the first, like, disc of the original right. game. Right, yeah, I thought so that they was have weird. To have him yeah, they have to have him, like, showing up and be like, you fight me, Cloud, you need to keep fighting. And it's it's weird. It's weird having, like, like having that tension. Of you know, if they just remade the whole game, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of yeah, dividing it. Well, they that's the other thing that's frustrating is it's been out for, like, five years and we still only have part one of at least <laughs> three, according to what Eugene was reading, which is just I called weird. it when they announced it was going to be episodic. Yeah. I called it. We're not even, they're probably not even going to get the next version of it on PS4. Yeah. So if you started oh, yeah. it on PS4, you need to buy a whole new system to finish it. Yeah. Well, uh, what I have to say, though, despite all of that weirdness, it is such a cool game. If you have any love for, like, the Final Fantasy series, or if you want to, like, play a different Final Fantasy VII, really good choice. Like, just mm -hmm. so good for someone like me and i'm the same person who criticizes games that change the formula all the time but for someone <sighs> like me who has a real hard time getting into final fantasy 7 because of how turn-based rpg slow grind it is this is sure. a very different experience it's more like playing a movie than playing a game but um i digress i have put it in my wish list so if it uh, next time it goes on sale i might grab it yeah yeah, I, I recommend it. It's a cool game. You'll you'll get a lot out of it, I think. It's um it's really fun. Just don't go into it expecting it to just be it's like the plot of Final Fantasy Seven, but not the game, you know? It's a mm -hmm. different it's a different gameplay. It's like mm -hmm. it's like instead of Mario sixty four being a an action platformer, it's like an RPG, you know, that kind of it's weird. It's a weird shift, but you know, I I welcome it because again I have trouble getting into the older RPGs. They're just very slow, very turn-based. Sure. Um, that was the big one that I wanted to talk about because I've been wanting to play that game for years, but I have been playing a couple of other things. Just going to cycle through them real quick. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl came out with DLC. Feels way too little, way too late. It's paid DLC, which hurts my soul. Um, I don't know <laughs> How what much this game paid wants DLC? to be. It's, it's three characters and it's like 12 bucks. It's ridiculous. E um... Yeah, and only one of the characters is available right now. The other two are coming out down the road, spring and summer. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to do with this game. So, um, but I, I tried them because I figure, what the heck? Let's see how this. It's just, it's just not bulky enough. It's not a yeah. bulky enough game to keep me occupied for any length of time. It's well made. Like playing the game feels good, right? It's a little different than Smash Bros. Each button is like a, a power level attack thing. But um, it's the kind of game you could really get used to. I wish it had the kind of single-player content that I that like Smash Bros has, where I could play it for like a hundred hours because I think I'd get a lot out of it. But it doesn't have that. And my friend the other day was like, "Well, when they get voice acting, it'll be good." And I'm like, "No, that won't fix any of my problems with it. Like, I don't really. Right. It's weird that the characters aren't voiced. But that doesn't. That's not the reason why I've stopped playing this game. I've stopped playing this game because there's nothing to do." Other right. than challenging myself in arcade mode over and over again, the only other thing to do is play online, and I don't really like playing these games online. So, you know, is what it is. 
Um, the other game that I played a little bit of, just a tinch of, um, was Switch Sports on the Switch, uh, because they came out with a squirrel costume, and I want it so badly, I want to be a squirrel. <laughs> so I'm working on unlocking that. When I play Switch Sports, I don't play like Eugene, I don't play it for fun, I play it for the grind, because <laughs> I'm an idiot, and apparently I don't know how to enjoy this game. Um, so I just bowl over and over and over again, so it's slow, it's tedious, it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. But it's the, it's like the least stressful of the online games for me, mm-hmm. I don't really want to play tennis with somebody because if i play bad i'm gonna feel like a fool you know that kind of stuff so i just bowl over and over again i almost got a perfect game the other day i got wow every shot was a strike except for one that was a spare but unfortunately it was on like frame seven so it wasn't even Mm. that high of a score but you know i i was i was killing it in bowling man i'm gonna hit a 300 in this game um I wish that it had some of the, like, local gimmicks that the other, like, Wii Sports games had. Like, I I wish that there was more of an incentive for me to just casually play this game with computers, you know? Because when you go into local play, you can play against computers. But you know the, the 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 league where things get harder and harder. That's a that's an online thing. It's not a it's not a local thing. Um, the the achievements that were like like Bolo Game of Three Hundred, play the many pins game and land a perfect shot on the rail. You know that kind of stuff. That's not there. It doesn't have like the the medals that that Wii Sports Resort had, where it was like, oh, I got a platinum medal for getting a perfect score. You know that kind of stuff. There's does just it not does it much... have like the big bowling where you can like bowl a hundred pins or whatever? I have. I love hundred pin bowling. It doesn't have hundred pin bowling. It has wow. like um, weird lane bowling where you're going like up hills and there's barriers. Uh, okay. and like that's fun. I I played a little bit of that, but um, you know I don't. Know. It's just it's missing. Like like I know we've talked about this before, and I, a lot of people have disagreed. Not just like you guys when we were talking, but um, but I I genuinely feel like it really puts the online first, and that's fine. You know, it's 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 good. And I think if you have other people to play with locally that kind of becomes less of an issue because you're either playing with family and friends or you're playing online to like unlock stuff. But when you're like alone and you're not playing online, it's a weird experience. Like you're just kind of playing I, against I can computers see with no sense of progress. Yeah, or, I can yeah, see it's, that. It's, it's weird. It's just different. So I don't know. I think it's going to be one of those games that every now and then I just hop on and I grind because it's like, oh, well, I got to be a squirrel, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's how I'm going to play it. But I would like to get in some game nights sometimes. So hopefully some night we'll be able to all hook up and play around to soccer or badminton or whatever the case may be. And they're going to be introducing new sports, too. I know golf is coming. So, you know, that'll, sure. that'll probably keep me occupied. Um, last game, I've started up Path of Exile like two days ago, and I've been playing through that with my friend Corey. That's the game that restarts every three months. It's um, based off Diablo, same style and everything. Oh, I, I didn't realize that was, epi- that. that was like uh, episodic or almost, or like where it like has like a reset uh, of seasons. Yeah, well, you can, you can, you can play the whole game um, like just in standard and it never goes away, but that's kind of boring. League is really where it's at, and that restarts mm. every three months, League Reset. So I was doing that this month with him because um, that's something to do. And then I've been playing a lot of Warframe, which is the game that I really like that I've got almost like 600 hours in at this point. I just unlocked the new Warframe. I've been doing all the new missions. I really like it. It's such a fun game. I love it so much. Um, and that's it. So I've just been playing a lot of everything, you know, like nothing, nothing has held my attention for more than a few days. So sure. just, I'm just kind of bouncing right now. But Warframe seems to be sticking for a while. So I'll probably be playing a little bit of that. But yeah, that's kind of it, I guess. Um, and that's kind of it for our show, actually. 
So mm-hmm. I guess I will leave you all. We will we will be back again next week with another one. And until then, bye bye. Sorry for the real abrupt entry uh, ending. <laughs>